0: We are recording. Oh, I've got some weird sepia behind me. What's going on? You yeah. have. Isn't it? It's because you've got, all... it's you got your back to the window. I look like I look quite ethereal. Face in the
1: window. ethereal. Hello, and welcome to the Life Laundry Podcast. I'm Gemma. I am Chippy. You always look so much more glam than me. You just have the haircut, although well, you can tell. I can. Um, can you? Yeah. yeah. It's not
0: as thick at the back. And she she said she was like. And how many um, colours were you going for in your hair, Gemma? I was like, rude. Like, <laughs> I was like, she's like, when you've been dyeing your hair at home, I was like, yes. Should have you just been dyeing the roots? So I was like, no, I can't be asked to do that. I was just literally put. She went, I know. Should this like is about five shades darker at the at the ends than it should be at the roots? So she said
1: were just, you dyeing it at home? Yeah. Yeah. That's so funny. Lockdown one, Gemma, is very different from lockdown three, Gemma. Yeah, lockdown three, Gemma, is just like, nah, had enough of this
0: horse. Had enough of this horse shit. Now
1: let's get back to business. Um, I should probably cut my hair, but you know, uh, you've been to the gym. Oh God, I, I, I I've cried twice.
0: I've cried three times. Okay, it's not unusual for me so I was doing the dishes last Friday. Mike walks in and goes, He's dead. I was like, Who's dead? I was like, God, what and he went, Prince Philip. And I just burst into tears. And he was like, I didn't know you were a royalist. And I was like, The Queen, the poor queen.
1: That was, is
0: I, a lot. I just kept saying, The poor queen, the poor queen. Yeah. And like I was just a snotty mess. And like a couple of the builders came in, and they're like, All you right. Know but <laughs> like it yeah the poor queen uh so that, that was the cry number one and then i had a cry on monday <clears throat> i was taking the cat to be the vet he's no longer a man he's gone back to being a boy
1: you, um, i've taken the cat to be the vet <laughs> okay and i was
0: driving through town and all the shops were just rolling up their shutters And I got got emotional for the shops. And then when I went back to pick the cat up, this was all on the same day on Monday. It was a big day for Gemma, big day for Gemma. Big
1: day, were you ovulating? Yeah, I actually was. Anyway, in my job description, anyway, anyway,
0: so I was picking up and then there was people sat outside having a drink at a pub, Mm -hmm. they look, everyone just looked so happy and then later on that day I got to go to the gym and I was in the car on my own and I drove into the gym car park and actually as I was driving in I was going, so
1: you've had quite a weepy, yeah, I went for a walk, when was it? Monday came back I spent the day at my mum's and then came back and took dogs for a walk at like half six and I went to the river and all the pubs had were just really busy but there was just that nice smell obviously loads of pub smells are not nice smells but it was like nice pub food outside yeah vinegar. a few a few people smoking but not loads and a, like a bit of beer, but not loads. Vinegar and chips it and beer such, and cigarettes. Yeah, it was such, it was so nice. It was so weird because I was like, oh God, mm. it feels really cheering. I don't, but also no part of me wanted to be there. But you were happy
0: was, for everybody else.
1: I was so happy for everybody else.
0: Um, yeah. I, I came to a bit of a revelation. I think this might fit into what we're going to talk about today. And um, so, you know, everyone, everybody knows that I've basically told everyone he will listen. Everyone who stood still long enough has, knows that I've been feeling wibbly wobbly.
1: Yeah, right? wibble wobble.
0: Yeah. So, and I, um, I sort of had, I came to this conclusion that, so obviously I have been married before. And when you Obvious. fall out of love with someone or they fall out of you, or love with you, and a marriage ends, it doesn't happen like, overnight you know it's a slow gradual slide down to oblivion (laughs) you know and like you notice it you don't really notice it until it's like got quite bad because it just is a slow chip away and I remember for me it was when I was stood in Tesco's in Suffolk and it was Valentine's Day and I was reading all these Valentine's Day cards thinking I can't relate to any of this it's like oh I love you you're amazing and I'm like that's not for me no I I don't feel like that this is not right. Anyway, we spoke shortly after that. Um, and that for me, and I think one of the reasons why I've been feeling quite low is almost I feel like I've been in mourning for my old life. So it's that same slow creep of things being taken away. Yeah. That joy, that stuff that used to make life fun yeah, has not been there. There's been no gym, you know, whatever it is that floats your boat. Like no gym, no pub, no hairdressers, no nail bars, no spontaneous trips to cinema. And I think it was only recently in the last couple of months that it just took its toll, like it would eventually take its toll on a marriage.
1: The last couple of months and now really difficult. But I think that everyone talks about self-care. It's a very uh, big thing at the moment. You just did a post on it. But I think all those things that you mentioned, like obviously that there are things that you can do that self-care at home. Mm. But all of those things that you just mentioned quite often are things like that you would treat yourself to as sort of self-care. Like obviously you could do it with friends, but like I would love to be able to go and get my toenails done. Can't afford to, thanks a lot firing me not you uh but like normally if I had a job I'd be going I'd be making an appointment to go and get my toes done um Mm. and it's weird because I I don't ever really get my hands done I don't really get I have friends who go for massages every month but for me having my toenails done makes me feel like a million dollars and like going to the pub or going to the cinema or going can be a real and it and it's weird how that's been denied to us almost yeah do you you know what I mean it's those little things that make the treadmill of work and parenting bearable Mm. and
0: it's almost like I've said this before I think and I wasn't sure whether it sounded over dramatic but you know like when you're in an emotionally abusive relationship, or any abusive relationship, and say the partner prevents you from seeing your family or your friends, mm-hmm. and then like they slowly cut you off from the rest of the world, and like you're, you know, yes. suddenly they become your world or, world. or you know you look around, you're like, where have all my friends gone? Oh shit! Yeah, that's mm-hmm. I've gone out with them because every time I've gone, I'm just gonna go and see, you know, I'm gonna go and have dinner with Chippy. So and so says to me, "Oh, babe, no, come and you spend some, you know, have dinner with me. We'll have a nice night together." And they, yeah,
1: don't Derek would never it. say that though.
0: No, but you don't notice it, and like, yeah, all of a sudden,
1: it's too late. It's happened. Yeah. yeah. So weirdly, today. Well, I just was thinking about it in the bath last night because we usually record on a Tuesday, and today's a Wednesday. Um, and so I was like, oh, I wonder what we should. Morning, Miss Murphy, it's working and children. Well, no, we should talk about tomorrow. And I was thinking about it. So I work with um lovely Holly, probably mentioned before. And Holly is amazing at loads of things, but she's a mental health first aider. So mm. Holly's bitten off more than she could chew because obviously <laughs> I am round the clock wibbly wobbly. So she has to talk me off the ledge quite often. But she is very she's a very good receptive person to talk to so whenever she's asked me in the last couple of weeks since I've had a bit of a dramatic life change where I mean I'm just going to tell the laundress got fired from my job <laughs> it's no nice way to say I got terminated Is the I hate that phrase is the I got terminated. It makes me think of a pregnancy and the Terminator, neither of which. Anyway, um, unfairly so, I would like to say. Um, And so she's been very good. Lots of people have been checking in. I've been checking in on my team because some of them got terminated at the same time. And it's been really weird. And I couldn't formulate my brain properly. Loads of stuff has been going on and Holly cleverly said to me um because I was like I can't it's like my brain won't allow me to concentrate on anything or get to anything I can't I can't do much and she was like well it's like it's grief and I've been thinking about that ever since and I thought it's so funny because we associate grief with death um and having experienced the death of a parent at a reasonably early age, not that earlier, it was 27. Um, and it is actually very similar. Now, obviously, no one's dead. So that's a massive positive. But it's the same thing of like the thing with grief, uh, you know, I'm sure I'm explaining this to, to people who've, who've experienced it, but is that one day you think you're fine and the next day you, you're not there's no consistency and I think it's that thing of like you think that every day will get slightly easier and it's like well one day can be fine and one day you can like not know how you're going to get out of bed and I've slightly felt like that over the last two weeks and it's very weird because I think we've spoken when we spoke when we did the wibbly wobbly episodes and I always say that I'm quite lucky because I think I've had wibbly wobbly mental health for long enough that I kind of know how to handle it but luckily grief isn't that hasn't happened a lot to me or or it's not a, a regular thing that you live in necessarily um and it is very difficult to handle because I feel like I feel like in my head I can literally picture myself as like standing on a waterbed trying to get my balance because it's like some days you're like okay I've got my balance I know what I need to do and then the next day they've filled out with more water and you're like no I don't know what I've got to do and I don't like like it's so difficult and I thought god I bet loads of people over this last year have experienced the same feeling Obviously some people will have experienced grief grief through death or from losing a loved one because of coronavirus or from other illnesses or, or whatever and they haven't been able to grieve normally because we've had you can't visit people funerals have been restricted so there's all of that going on but also that those feelings of grief as you're saying where like your life isn't mm-hmm. the same and hopefully and I have to say and I could be wrong I'm wrong sometimes people I understand it's hard to believe I know but I think sometimes maybe just to make other people feel better I can be wrong um but what I mean is I think I think we will go back to some semblance of normal and it will almost be like two years of a nightmare because Um, I think that's what happened after the Spanish flu that's what happens after the plague people will go back to normal and I don't think there will be a new normal I think things will go back to normal and it will just be a slow grind. And I think we'll look back and be like, whoa, that was hardcore two years of, wasn't that awful? But I think you can still grieve that, you know, it's a long bloody time. It's a long time a year to just. Have have your life taken away from you, and have your family taken away from you, and be isolated. And no, that's, so I that's wonder. If, w-
0: weird, because I was sat here going, "Yeah, two years," but it's not been two years, has it? It's been.
1: It's been a year, but I I think this time next year, we'll be getting back to normal. I think it will be quicker, but I think this time next year, just be, I think there's lots of things like there'll be no more lockdowns. I think by this time next year, it won't be there will be no more lockdowns. Lockdowns just won't be a thing. Mm. Whereas now they're like, there'll be no more lockdowns. And you're like, really? Really? <laughs> Is that true? Whereas I think this time next year, it'll be like, yeah, well, of course not.
0: So I think I think you're right. And I think partly as well, especially with your situation, it it's grief and shock combined.
1: Definitely. It's grief and shock combined, but it's that thing of like, some days I'm like, this is fine, because it wasn't my my dream job. Um, I, I had a massive problem with some of the corporate policies and stuff. Um, you know, and so it's given me a push that I probably wouldn't have taken before.
0: And then can, some days I'm like,
1: I miss my team. I miss my team.
0: It's like that in that episode of Friends where rachel says to chandler that he needs the fear because he wants a new yeah. job and he's, yeah. she's like you need the fear and he's like what's the yeah. she's like you need to quit your job to make yeah. you get any job
1: <laughs> and i do and apparently have you seen tangled no <gasps> it's a good one um there's a bit entangled based on the story of rapunzel where she gets out of her tower and she's like oh my god i'm in the tower again and then it flashes to her in like the fetal position being like I need to get back inside and then yeah she's back that's, and that's amazing a thing. I think it's, it's, sad, it's
0: like yeah people will and I and I don't I and I, I, I do not say this flippantly because obviously a lot so many people have had awful awful times that I'm sure that they are just desperate to, to get back to normal either financially or you know emotionally so they can see their family again But I think that for some people there will be an element of grief for this period of time coming to an end because some people have had a good pandemic in as much as they've found a hobby or they've simplified their life down. They've not really been worried about their health. so They haven't had
1: to go to a job that they hate. Yeah. Because I think as well there's a lot... um, like throughout the whole thing i think in one of our first episodes both of us were saying how the 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 thing that really concerned me about lockdown and still concerns me about lockdown but i think they've got a lot better about it uh, is is mostly women some men uh and kids who are at home with an abusive person um and i think actually the last two lockdowns definitely the last one they have said don't leave home unless you absolutely need to and that includes physical abuse and and that kind of thing was I felt like the first one it was when no one knew what to expect and what to happen what Mm -hmm. was going to happen so but I think for a lot of people definitely I have been in a job where I I just hated every second of it and I and not necessarily because people were mean although that happens a lot at workplaces but I just it was so bad for me uh and I think there'll be some people who had that release from having to go in and do that every day. But that's how they make their money. It's very difficult to change, and who maybe can't change for whatever reason. And I think, yeah, sort of going back to it will be very difficult. Do you know
0: what we should do? do you know, it would be what? an amazing episode for us to do. We should yeah. go back and take yeah. sound bites from episode one yeah where, where you were like it's fine like literally fine and there's all these people jogging and it's and it's like I mean all we've been asked to do is sit in the sat house and I'm going and I will never go back to the gym ever again yeah. and we should like comment on it like a year later it'll yeah. be hilarious
1: this time last year how it was how it's going
0: yeah and it, it's just like I mean I'd I'll never it. go back Thank to this
1: I'm never going back to the gym And I want chickens.
0: I got the chickens.
1: You got the chickens. I want a holiday to Santorini that I'm now not allowed to go on because I got fired.
0: I've always wanted to go to Santorini. should we just go?
1: Just go on our own. Yeah. Do that. Because then we don't have to worry about (laughs) childcare. Leave the kids with the meds. It's it's a
0: very important business trip. Why? Morale. Um, Yeah, Morale
1: brainstorming we're gonna do a book called the organized santorini trip <laughs> it will be a hit Organised holiday need to know um yes yeah, so i just thought oh, i bet i, I it's it just felt like such an unusual couple of weeks yeah. that that roller coaster feeling and that Not being able I literally not being able to scramble my brain to do anything. And I remember that very much from from when my father died. So I'd have moments of clarity. I remember walking around my mum's local Sainsbury's, like five days after my dad died, less probably, negotiating ebook rights for him with his with his agent, because I'd gone into like fix, fix, fix mode. And I remember speaking to the council about my mum's council tax and the horse insurance, like having these moments where I was just getting stuff done for my mum because I'm a fixer. And then moments where if you'd asked me to write my name on a piece of paper, I'd have been like... But
0: it's very much like that. You sort of, you, I think you and I are quite similar Is you would go into, we just go pure practical. Yeah. And then we stick the emotions to the back burner and then once the, once the practical stuff is done, then we allow the emotion. So like, it's kind of delayed. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and it's very, and, and so I did a post in my Facebook group this morning, where I said to people, how are you? Cause I think it's a very weird mm. time because I know also there's a very, it must be very strange if you don't have kids. Cause obviously we waited, schools opening was huge. And that was a demarcation for us. Mm -hmm. But if you don't have kids, that's no No. demarcation for you. So Mm -hmm. it's almost like um, uh, lockdown has been extended for them. Whereas for me, it felt like lockdown lifted when my kids went back. Mm -hmm. Whereas for them, lockdown is the same until the shops open. So for them, the 12th is huge. Um, And so I feel like it's a very weird time where people don't really know I think it's been so long that everyone's not really sure how to process stuff and they're feeling very weary of the current situation and you know we don't know they've said there'll be no more lockdowns but I just Yeah don't but they feel also like...
0: said things would be back to normal by Christmas they also said at the beginning that it was all going to be done and dusted in 12 weeks and then they also said that we were we were ruining Christmas to save Easter I mean, I don't know about you, but I didn't have really have an Easter. I mean, I ate a chocolate egg.
1: I went and saw my mum and I hung out with my sister and I lay on the grass and went to sleep. It's a very weird thing about uh, Hampshire. As soon as I get onto Hampshire soil, I sleep like a billion times later. Yeah, a couple of times in the last year, I've gone to my mum's and I've lain on the grass in her garden and been asleep within minutes. Not like again. like weirdly next to the... It's going to go and show I'm just going to go and shut the door. Shut that door. <laughs> I don't oh, yeah, I have a microphone. She cannot hear me. This is what it's like recording the knife laundry with Jennifer. Oh, the girls. They've been busy. Look at my half dozen. Very nice. Are you eating them now? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I said yeah. yesterday
0: I went down and um I picked up and I was like, thank you, thank you, thank you. Got the eggs in my pocket. Forgot to put the eggs in my pocket. Um and then obviously the inevitable happened, no. but I didn't realise that the inevitable happened so I put my hands in my pockets.
1: And I was like, ah and it was like... <laughs> There we go. That's the countryside for you. <laughs> Um, <laughs> disgusting. Uh, disgusting. Hang in your pocket. Oh. Um, yeah. So basically, I just thought there might be people out there who feeling like, and I think, and I just thought it's so interesting how we associate grief with like death. Mm. But actually, it can be.
0: It can apply to other situations. Your yeah.
1: lifestyle, loss of something and I just thought gosh it's so interesting because I wouldn't feel like my current situation warranted grief but it's definitely how I feel it's definitely that up and down uncertainty unable to focus mood that's slightly
0: yeah and I'm sure there's lots of people who have haven't been able to put their finger on it and like they know they feel a bit like they, they feel down and they're completely out of sorts but nothing there's no particular big event that has happened to them but then when they no. sit back and think about it and they're like well actually
1: I've lost my life that I love. You have you've lost your freedom and your life and your and as you were saying at the beginning all those little yeah. things that we usually do to all the fun treat ourselves, stuff. all the fun stuff's gone. And like, I mean, I didn't really go out much. I wasn't like a much of a pub goer or a, you know, Joe was like, oh, I'd love to go to a nightclub and jiggle around with my friends. I was like, oh. jiggle
0: around. That's such a man, a dad thing. Yeah. <laughs> I was
1: like, oh no. Yeah. It's too um, noisy,
0: too noisy for me.
1: <laughs> but for me, I thought it was very good. It was very interesting how walking past the pubs with my billions of dogs, um, that was like, that made me feel nice. Not that I was wanted to be in the pub, but that I was like everyone's having a nice time and this is normal. um So I think I think you can grieve the, the little things, the the simple things of like taking you know oh, taking your kids to the cinema, um, to which, whilst they watch yeah.
0: the
1: film. Yeah. Or, yeah, and like my kids, we de- we're not big cinema goers, but we were just getting into it. You know, we went to see Frozen two, and my littles would love to go to the cinema now, but obviously we can't. We just haven't been. Um, yeah, so I think I think if I think a lot of it has to do with that that grief for the way that our lives used to be, and and that's okay. And and for anyone who has lost someone in the last year, whether it's COVID or illness and you haven't been able to see it to, I, I think it must be so, it must be just it's so difficult because the things that would normally prop you up. So so when my, my dad died, I, had loads of, I met loads of my friends in the pub. I just sent a message to my friends being like, I'm going to this pub at this time. And then my friends came. And it was just really nice to hang out with them and yeah, see support. them. And I think, yeah. yeah, you're not getting that. You're not, you can't go to the pub for a change of scene. It's often when you're you're grieving, you can feel like in a bubble. You can't take yourself out of that bubble now.
0: When um I went to a funeral a couple of weeks ago, so I had th- 30 or 20, I not can't three. remember. 30 people, is it? Yeah. And the so. Um. Are they called the celebrant No, not the celeb. What do they call the person who does it?
1: Vicar. Oh, no, it wasn't
0: at church, it was at a crematorium. So the, the person that...
1: There'll be a vicar or a priest.
0: No, she but wasn't.
1: yeah, it is a celebrant.
0: Anyway, the lady, she sort of said, you know, it was very weird. So you, you were only allowed half an hour. Um, yeah, you... no singing. No singing. You all had to wear masks. You still had to social distance, obviously. So, like, in the pews, every other pew was empty and taped off. Um, no wake. They sort of – so you you had the service. You got to the end of the service, and everyone just sort of, like, went out the exit door because you couldn't go out the same door because there was another – they were waiting to clean it. Yeah. And everyone just sort of went, what now? And I was like, we go home. And everyone just yeah. – and it was just like, whoa, that's weird because – like normally what would happen is that obviously you would normally go and go to a pub or you'd go to a wake
1: and that was really really odd and there was like no it's just like a random weird moment in your day where you're like did It was like were we in a crematorium for half an hour. Yeah, it was. It was really,
0: really weird. And she referenced that, and she was just like, "This is really weird. We understand it's really weird. It's really pants." Yeah, but we got to make the the best of it, kind of thing.
1: You've just made me realise though, because we had a a tiny uh, service at a crematorium for my dad, and then we had a memorial for him afterwards with like thousands of people which is very nice but, but we knew that would happen so we had tiny tiny and i can't could not if you offered me a million pounds i would not be able to tell you what we did after his funeral no idea i can remember after the memorial service no idea what happened after his funeral probably so weird sh- probably in shock yeah so weird um but yeah, at least. But I, yeah, it must be so. It must be so difficult to. I was talking to a Jewish friend actually, getting religious, um, about death. It's obviously been playing on my mind, and she was saying how in uh, in for Jewish people, you you bury very quickly, and she was saying it's it can actually be very difficult because you you know they die and two days later or the next day they're buried and you don't have that grieving process. And I feel like it must be very similar now. Uh, you have that now where it's like, you can't be with the person when they're ill. You can't be together. Do you know what I mean? Whereas you'd normally be together after someone, like me and my mum and my sister were together for the whole time in between my dad dying and my dad being be- being cremated. And you have none of that. You literally go to the service and then you go home.
0: Yeah, it was just really odd. Like, oh, I mean, I've not been to a lot of funerals, thank God, in my life. But that feeling of relief that you normally get at awake because, oh God, you know, the done is over the funeral, yeah. you know, because that's awful. It's awful, isn't it? You know, yeah, and the bits seeing just
1: before... each other, in the course of each other.
0: Yeah, the bit before the funeral, literally minutes before it's about to start, is like, yeah, oh god, oh god, oh god, oh god I just want this. I need this to be over, kind of thing. And then, yeah. and then it's over, and you almost need that place to release, you know. And there's just none of it. Yes,
1: yes, you're so right.
0: That's Ooh. very weird. It's very weird. But let's let's flip it on its head. Let's flip it on. Yeah. Its- um And let's talk about what your positive for the week is. After we've depressed everybody,
1: <laughs> let's, let's, peck, for let's the week. everyone up. <laughs> what is my really positive for the week? I mean, I went and I went and hung out, I spent the day with my mum, with my kids, nice. and it was lovely. Um, I'm going again on Friday. I think it's good the weather's going to be nice um and the good thing about having an eight-year-old a six-year-old and a four-year-old is that they don't feel the cold you know that age where they just run around outside and you're like I need to put another coat on it's so cold and they're like trying to take their clothes off Ned keeps going can we have a sprinkler on and me and my mum are like "Mm -hmm." (laughs) (laughs) um but it's so nice and like they are so happy and we came back on Monday and the next day Jack got into my bed and said are we going to Mimi's house today and I was like no but we'll go on you know we'll go on Friday also speaking of Jack we had to go and pick him up Joe's taking them to Richmond Park this afternoon and we got that phone call from nursery Jack's not himself oh, no. he's got a sore throat You needs to come and pick him up that child, no volume control, one drop of kelpol, and he was like, It's better. And then ran round. He ran around so excitedly shouting that Joe took a video and sent it into the nursery and went, to, you know, he's really struggling with his sore throat. It's one of those things where you're like, you go and pick them up and you're like, Oh my god, is it a bug? Is he really ill? Is it mm. awful? And then you pick them up and you're like, Well, mm. you're fine. Cheeky mm-hmm. chops. Anyway, what's your positive for the week? So it's a positive and a negative. Oh. Uh, I went back to the
0: gym. Yay! I'm very fucking unfit.
1: <laughs> well, you're probably a lot fitter than, uh, than you know.
0: So I went in and I thought, I stupidly went in and thought, and I'll just jump straight back into the routines that I was doing, you know, a 40 yeah. minute spin. 20 minute waits,
1: five minutes yeah.
0: into this spin thing. I was like, oh, I'm gonna fucking die. And it took me, <laughs> it took me about five minutes. Embarrassing, In fact, I thought of you. And I thought this should be videoed for the laundrettes. Could I get my foot into the exercise bike thing? And like, I it think slipped out, once- it slipped out. Aware that a couple of people were watching cause they were just on the weights machines. And it got to that point where it was no longer funny it was bloody embarrassing so i did that I thing where i sat like, down and pretend to do a shoes and then i still
1: <laughs> i feel like everyone that the most common thing that people tell me is like i never get compared to celebrities but except for a lot of people say that i remind them of adina monsoon from absolutely fabulous and yeah. there is something about you that makes me 10 times more adina monsoon and i can i have a leopard print coat And I can literally picture myself sitting on the floor of your gym in my leopard print coat and smoking, smoking. going like, "Come on, sweetie, get your foot in, get your foot in." You can do it, sweetie. Doing really well. Come on, darling. (laughs) We're here for Um, you. (laughs) Yeah, and filming you whilst you're doing it—great. It was
0: just, it was just hilarious. And then after all that effort to actually get on the fucking spin bike, after about five minutes, like, I'm gonna die. But it took me longer
1: to get on it than I've actually been on it. So I have to actually keep going. I know you and I know that you'll be super hard on yourself. So I bet you're actually all right.
0: I'm going back. I'm going. You'll get there. I've got an appointment this afternoon. Are you excited? Every time I go in, I've just realised that it's my happy place. What is wrong with me?
1: I think it's great. I'm so jealous. I'm so jealous. I wish it was my happy place. I mean, I can't afford the gym, so I don't All know. Maybe it's like, my happy what place. I thought was
0: really interesting about April the 12th was that you could just tell what every what one thing everybody had been missing the most. So, like for you, it was like being going to be able to see your mum. Yeah. That was really important. For some people, like driving down my high street, they were in the pub, they had hats, gloves, scarves, you know, yeah. coats on, and they were having a pint like yeah, other yeah. people were in the shops like they were shopping at blue water i was down the gym and i just thought it was just so interesting to see how we're all different and how everybody was just missing
1: yeah my sister things. is a, is my sister's away this week but um can you hear that no yeah fucking teenagers next door with their fucking guitars um my sister's away this week, but when she gets back, I'm going to save up so that we can go riding. That's what I've been missing. And the place that yeah. we go riding, you can go if with someone in your bubble, and she's my my sibling bubble. <laughs> that's what I'm bubble. To I get think of
0: Nemo with that funny fish that goes my bubble, my bubble, my bubble, my bubble. You seen it? Yeah, I
1: have forgotten that. I'd blanked it. I'm when in a tank. Everyone, everyone ever
0: says bubble when Boris in any of his press conferences and in my mind suddenly goes to my bubbles bubbles. bubbles. (laughs) (laughs) I need more bubbles I need more bubbles and I heard someone (laughs) someone said the other day that so-and-so's got more bubbles than an arrow and that really tickles me (laughs) it's
1: true though isn't it got more bubbles than a mint arrow you can I think the first lockdown there was no bubbles There was like you in your house Hmm. alone Second lockdown, there was a a support bubble. A third lockdown, it's just like, they're my support bubble. They're my family bubble. They're They're my 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 childcare bubble. bubble. (laughs) Yeah. They're my childcare bubble. They're my support bubble. How many people are in their house? Childcare. They count as a childcare bubble. If there's more than one, they're childcare. If it's just one, it's support bubble. Now, it can be two households, but two, three bubble. So literally, my sister was like, we can be two households. And I was like, but what about mummy?" And she was like, she's in your support bubble. I was like, it's like everyone. Do you know what I mean? It's now like we're all bubbling. bubble maths! There should be a course, yeah. fresh course on
0: corona maths. Corona quick maths. Quick fire course like how many people? Okay. Are I wouldn't know the answer to half the stuff. You know that.
1: Jim has because um, it was our support bubbles' birthday yesterday. She um, we raised her birthday cards, and Jim was like, "Dear Eugenie, I miss you." I love you. Hope you don't get corona. Love Jim. And I was like, God, that's such a sort of 2021 birthday card, isn't it?
0: From a five-year-old. Hope you don't get corona. Is there a child coming? I can hear something. Or is that Magda? That's the, that's the fucking guitar.
1: No. Yeah, that's next door's guitar.
0: Rude. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen. Gentle Jim.
1: Gentle Jim.
0: We shall speak to you all next week. Say goodbye, Chippy. Bye-bye.